Hey everyone and welcome back to Behind Hollywood. Today I sat down with a super good friend of mine, Reyna. Now we go into detail in the episode about exactly how we know each other, but to start us off today, Reyna and I met online a few years ago through being fans of the same artists. And with that, I figured she'd be the best guest to have to chat about today's topic, which is fangirls. The stigma surrounding fangirls, fan to artist relationships, and the real question of, can fangirls become industry pros? Hello everyone, I'm here with a super good friend of mine, Reyna. So we've actually known each other for quite some time now, and the story as to how we know each other is kind of funny, I guess, a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of funny. (laughs) It's kind of funny. Kind of cool and funny. Would you like to explain how we met? Or like, well, we've never actually met, but like, that's besides the point. (laughs) (laughs) How we became friends? Because we're all in two different sides of the country. In different countries. Like different (laughs) countries, opposite ends of the respective countries. I don't even know. Yeah. Same continent, though. (laughs) That's all that matters. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. Would you like to explain how we met? Or should I? Like how we know each other? You can go first. Okay, I'll I'll, like start. Feel free to put in your two cents. Okay. (laughs) So we were both a fan of this singer. Spencer Sutherland. I don't know if you guys know him. If not, go listen to him. His music's great. Um, we were both fans of him, and we both. Um, well, I had a fan account for him. You had a fan account too, right? I yeah. Okay, I just forget. It's been so long. (laughs) Okay, but then we both got added to this like group chat, and it was called like Trap Team Sutherland. Kind of iconic. Shout out (laughs) Trap Team. But like a lot of us stayed close, and a lot of us are still close now. And it's been like two years. Two or three years? It's been three. A little over three. Okay, I just skipped a year. There was like that year where I was just gone too. So yeah. um, MIA, but it's fine. I was just I just dipped for like a year, but it's fine. Okay, we met through that. We have like a couple other friends from the group as well who like all stay in touch and it's fun. But the funny part about that is that like we all got like super close to Spencer he was like in the chat like he'd pop in at the most random time when he went on tour he literally was yelling at me to yell at my mom to get tickets like do you remember that yeah I (laughs) I remember that like it was yesterday getting into like the juicy topics now I guess you have always been the closest to Spencer (laughs) you're funny so like how are you like able to form like a good connection with like him um it happened I witnessed it. I don't even know how it happened. Yeah. Um, you were there. Um, but I would probably say it was kind of like random how it happened. Cause like um he followed me on Twitter when he opened up for Jack and Jack just randomly when I was standing in line. And I was like, okay. And like while you were in line like, for the Jack and Jack yes, show. Yes, I was while I was in line for the Jack and Jack show. Yeah. And I was like, I don't even know how the heck this happened but it just did so I guess that would kind of be like start of it I guess because ever since that he was like super active with me on Twitter and like just talking to me and answering my Instagram DMs like I don't know just like we just talked a lot like a lot um and then he like announced dates for the freaking out tour in 2019 and I was like I'm going there's the Seattle date and it's the first one I'm going um so that day came up or whatever and I like go into meet and greet and he just knew who I was like I didn't even say anything he was like hey it's you and I was like shut up 
not. I was like, okay, that's the. But yeah, he just I literally knew getting shocked if I don't already know this. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta explain it to the people. Yeah, I just like, like my reactions and everything. I'm like, yes, no way, no way. This <laughs> You're like, I remember this. Um, but yeah, so like he knew who I was in meet and greet and stuff, and then we like chit chatted it up, and then. In meet and greet, he told me to wait after him, wait for him after the show. And I was like, okay, I'll wait for you. Um, but yeah, that was basically that day. And then ever since that day, it was just like we just got super close, like even closer since that. You guys day. still talk. But yeah, a little. He went on tour with Big Time Rush, and I haven't really He's been busy man, busy man. Right. Um, so we, we mentioned fan accounts and like that type of stuff, but you were also on Spencer's street team, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So now you and Nancy created the social street team. Yes. So could you talk a little bit about street teams, kind of like what they are and like what it does for an artist? Because they're, they're, yeah. they're, they, they do quite a bit of impact. Yeah, they help artist um basically i'm gonna try and give like a little sweet and simple version but it might get long um so basically i say street teams like are a way to help get bands like more fans and to help promote their music not like by fans like it gets a bunch of people from like different cities together to try and like spread the word about an artist or band um and, and it, like, takes away, like, work from the artists themselves. So, like, it kind of helps. Because, like, fans help the artists with, like, promo and all that stuff. Um, so artists don't have to, like, do it and focus all on that themselves. It gives them more space to, like, focus on their music and stuff like that. Um, but I don't know. Basically, just street teams are just there to just help spread the word about an artist i'd say and it's like, like compiled of like version. the fans yeah yeah like it's, it's like, like just the fans are together to do it and they like communicate and figure things out to try and be like oh how can we help this artist and what can we do to like make them more popular in our city and gain more exposure type type of thing yeah yeah yeah, you like you covered that pretty well. <laughs> oh, thanks. I appreciate um, that. My words were not really coming out that well at first, but we got there. No, we got you tackled that perfectly. Um, okay, so we kind of like jumped a topic there. Who the social? You know the social. I need to explain this in my brain so that everything flows in chronological order. Okay. <laughs> so you know the social because the social opened for Spencer's show. Yeah, at the Troubadour. The Troubadour show when I was supposed to go. <laughs> Spencer had a show last year at the Troubadour in LA um the social was the opening act mm-hmm. that's how you were introduced to the social yes now with like you have the street team going on but you're also super close with the band yeah so like like you know you literally went on tour with them <laughs> I know could you kind of talk a little bit about your relationship with this band and like how that like how that happened because like yeah. props to you girl like I like, <laughs> hype you up every day for this thanks um yeah I guess you can go from the little beginning from the true door I guess because that's where it all started um 
So yeah, they like, granted, I, I knew of them before. Like I, I knew their name, it was familiar, but like I didn't know them, know them um, until like I saw them at the Troubadour show. So they were like opening and you know, um, I'm gonna like props to Lupe because she was at the show with me. Um, we, <laughs> we like, as soon as they got on stage, they like, me and Lupe were like, they're good. We were like, they're, we're like, okay, we vibe, we vibe. Like they were like literal rock stars on stage. We were like, yep, we love the social. We love the social. Um, so yeah, we basically fell in love with them when they, you know, killed on stage or whatever. Um, then after the show, um, they were like at the merch table and I was like, okay. I'm gonna go buy some merch. I didn't realize it was them at the literal merch table. But so I like walked over there and then I like talked to them and Keaton was saying how he was from Seattle. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm also from Seattle. Um, so we kind of bonded over that. And then I got merch and then we were just like talking. I don't know. I don't remember really what all we were talking about. We like got along really well. Um, and then we took a picture. And then before I left, um, Mark asked what my name was. And I was like, my name's Raina. And then so that was basically oh, that. And then I like left. Yeah. Because I, re- I guess I didn't tell them my name during the whole conversation. Every single celebrity that I meet, I never tell them my name. Yeah. I have never told once like Sean Mendez, you know how many times I've yeah. met that guy? I've never told him my name. Girl. I re- I realized after. <laughs> like I was at a meeting yeah. last month. And I yeah. leave, I leave after and then I'm with my boyfriend and he's like, So like did you tell them your name? And I'm like I yeah. literally had the most random conversation with them and I didn't tell them my name. Yeah. Anyways, that was random. Random no, anecdote. No. That happens to me too, because like whenever I meet artists, like I don't tell them my name unless they tell me their name first. Cause like, girls, I'm just gonna forget to like tell them my name. I yeah. don't know, it's just weird. Yeah, like think like when you meet people, it's like, oh hey, I'm so and so. Who are you? But like, you already yeah. know who they are most of the time anyway. Yeah, like, the artist that you're meeting. Yeah, yeah, that's just. I feel like people who are listening to this are gonna get that. They're just yeah, not telling people your name. Yeah, because it's like sometimes when you meet people, you space out, and it's just like, oh. Yeah, like when I met Spencer like on tour, not with Jack and Jack, like when I met him again on his own tour, yeah. um, I didn't even tell him my name. I told him my fan account. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember you telling me that. I was like, oh yeah, I'm in Trap Team. This is my account. Follow me because you don't. Yeah. You like all my posts. <laughs> and then I got kicked out of the account a week later, but it's fine. That's when I ghosted everybody. <laughs> Okay, it makes sense now. It literally started because I got kicked out of my account. I couldn't text anybody. My jaw on the floor. (laughs) Yeah, anyways, all the pieces (laughs) just clicked. (laughs) We're getting so sidetracked, but I love it. (laughs) We talked about this before, like several times in our own time, but dealing with other people. mm, Mm -hmm. You you already know where this is going. (laughs) so many people because you have like these connections with these artists you like have like genuine friendships with them so many people get jealous yeah and just complain and bring all this negative energy around something that makes you so happy yeah yeah and it's from people that you think were your friends yeah (laughs) 
It's okay. Not you trying to like talk about it without exposing anybody. <laughs> There's also like people like I think we like we both realize this a lot. There's mm-hmm. people who when you get close with someone, they're like, oh my gosh, I because we're close, I need to get close with them too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like let's say like with the social. So you put mm-hmm. me in contact with the social when I did interviews with them in mm-hmm. case everyone listening yeah. did not know that. <laughs> um, Gotta help them out, you know what I mean? When you <laughs> put me in contact with the social, there's some people who were like, oh, mm-hmm. maybe I should become friends with the social now too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, can't even listen to their new songs. Yeah. Or the old ones. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, give them a little follow on Instagram to show your support like make it make sense or people or people you're gonna you're gonna love this one or people who are in the street team just for the clout (laughs) no but like on a real note though it's actually so annoying and I feel like we both get this a lot just because we're both fans but we're also like we have like connections with like within the industry yeah and it's like it's so weird because it's also puts up this weird like barrier where it makes being a fan really weird do you know yeah. that mm-hmm. where it's like yeah. it almost takes away from like the fan experience when there's just so much negativity put like thrown in your direction we're like yeah I know for you it's like because this doesn't happen too much with me where it's like you're just trying to like enjoy the music yeah with like all of these artists that you like have become friends with mm-hmm. and then there are people who are treating you kind of like you're the celebrity yeah oh my god Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and then then it kind of just puts this weird like barrier between what you love I guess Mm -hmm. yeah and for me it's just like I'm just a person like everybody else and I want to be treated as just a normal person like I don't know you also don't want to be used yeah I also do not want (laughs) like hello um that there was times where like I've gone to shows and people just like asked to take a picture with me and left and I'm just like I'm not gonna say no you know what I mean it's like I want to be nice and like just like yeah I'll do it but I'm just like I'd like a little conversation you know like like hi how are you nice to meet yeah. you at least it's like we talk on Twitter all the time like I'm right here in front of you. Like, just have a little chit chat with me. It's not that hard. But yeah, I don't know. I'd say that's probably been hard, especially like when I go to shows out of Seattle <laughs> and people just like, or just they just come up to me and shout my name. And I'm just like, sometimes I don't want to be recognized. But yeah, it's just like, let me be and enjoy enjoy the show. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I don't I don't really mind it. But sometimes it's just like, I want my space. Like, yeah. I'm human. Respect me as a human. Like, I'm not better than anybody else. And I don't want people to think that I'm, like, better than everybody else. Because that's not the type of person I am, you know? And, like, you're it's not like, trying to be, like, it's not like you're trying to, like, take the spotlight away from these, like, yeah 
singers and stuff like you're genuinely there because they're one your friends or two yeah. and two you just love the music and you're there to mm. support music that you love made mm. by people that you love exactly and exactly other people can't support it and it's just mm, annoying mm-hmm. yeah but it's okay I realize that there's always gonna be people like that and I'm just gonna stay true to myself because that's all I can do you know period no, you've been so good at dealing with it all. I never realized, like, in the moment, I was just like, oh, cool. But, like, looking back, I'm like, people really just try, like, to use me and use my name to their benefit. Yeah, like, they're going yeah, up to you, taking a picture with you so that they can, like, what, like, post it being like, oh, my God, I'm friends with Reina, the social mm-hmm. Spencer, please see this and be my friend. Yeah. Like, or they're like, I know Reina. Like, okay. You know me, but like, what's your point? <laughs> have you like tried to be an actual friend to me, or do you just know me? Like, there's there's a line, and I feel like people cross the line with me a lot. Yeah, but... it's it's actually it's so frustrating because like it also like from like your perspective, you're like, oh my god, is like everybody using me? Yeah, other people who actually care like you know mm-hmm. what I mean mm-hmm. where it just kind of makes you yeah. second guess like everything yeah so I think we all know we all know there is a stigma surrounding the idea of like fangirls mm-hmm. which is so dumb but mm-hmm. a lot of people think that like fangirls are like obsessive obsessive all that stuff just insane yeah. and then mm-hmm. also that like they can't be a part of the industry they can't have connections with artists and I feel like we kind of together here we tackle both ends of that where like you have connections with artists through being fans Mm -hmm. of them and then I like am immersing myself in a professional way into the industry that we Mm -hmm. like the stigma is very annoying yeah and it's very frustrating too because okay what do you think about all of it before I go into a big brand (laughs) (laughs) um I I don't know like I hate it when people think like fangirls are just like crazy and wild and like granted there are some of those yeah, there's there's some <laughs> but not a lot like most fans are not like that like fangirls are usually just here to just like support the music be there to support the artists and like you know give them all the love and support they deserve and I just really like in high school, we're, we're diving back a little bit. In high school, um, a lot of people like knew me as like an insane like fangirl for Sean Mendez. For Sean Mendez, I mean, that I still am. Just, like that's what I was known for in high school, and I was just like, I like I didn't like that because like everybody knew me just for that, and I'm just like, that's not that's not all them about you know what I mean so it's just like I just don't want people to like put fangirls in like a bubble and be like oh she's that kind of weird girl who's obsessed with so-and-so like mm, yeah I don't like that but yeah, it's really annoying I was literally I was the Sean Mendes stan of my mm-hmm. high school and it was super weird because like it was the start of 10th grade was when I met Sean for the first time and then I posted mm-hmm. the picture on my Instagram and that just started a whole like, yeah. like oh my God, you're obsessed with Shawn Mendes. Yeah. Oh my God. Next time you meet him, like bring me with you. And I'm like, yeah, like, okay. Like, okay. Um, 
turns out it's been like what like five times that I've met him now and I have not brought any of those people with me mm-hmm. so as you should it as you should screw off I'm very curious of what you would classify as like because like we both obviously like are way more involved in the music world than just the fangirl now mm-hmm. yeah um, what is the craziest thing that you've been able to do because of being a fangirl and the opportunities that have like come out of that I literally like I have to say going on tour with the social I was like that was kind of like an out-of-body experience for me and like Nancy and I had like a super fun time and it was just like super fun like it just was like you know six friends hanging out riding in a car together you know just playing shows meeting other artists and like I don't know it was just like probably like the best week of my life and that was probably like the craziest thing and I guess that's like the beginning of this journey for me I guess so but yeah have a little like that was just small moment yeah (laughs) anyways I feel like pretty much covered like everything moral of the story is that Reina just got away with the with the singers (laughs) (laughs) Raina's got away with the singers. Um, street teams are an awesome way for like free publicity for artists. Yes. Um, jealous people are the worst. Mm-hmm. And, and not all fangirls are crazy. Yeah. And just stay true to yourself and the right people will come to you and love you for who you are. So, yeah. And I think that like what this conversation shows is that they are like literally an endless amount of like ways people can immerse themselves into the industry Mm -hmm. like okay so what I try to do is like show people who want to work in the industry how they can do that right Mm -hmm. I think that literally this conversation out of like every conversation I've had shows there's so much that like fan like fangirls can become professionals Mm -hmm. very easily Mm -hmm. and like it's so like there's so many ways that like you can immerse yourself into the industry yeah even as a fangirl Mm-hmm. we kind of both did it yeah and even if you don't think it's gonna happen you know miracles can happen so like the opportunities will come like eventually yep like mm-hmm. do you think do you think like 10 year old Reina thought that she would go on tour with a boy band no not at all <laughs> that was not on her lifetime bingo card no it was not on the bingo card <laughs> oh my gosh okay yeah I think that's pretty much it yeah yeah thanks again Raina for taking the time to chat and thank you all for listening be sure to follow behind hollywood wherever you're listening to this right now so you never miss a new episode leave us a review if you like what you heard today and follow us on instagram and tiktok at behind hollywood prod that's behind hollywood p-r-o-d to see more content from us